What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by allowing your inherent goodness to take the lead? And not because you're a bad person, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to be a better person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you keep growing. Hey there. Welcome to How to Be a Better Person. I am Kate Hanley, your host. You know social media is a fun way to stay in touch with friends, promote your offerings if you're a business owner, and follow your favorite influencers. But can it also be a powerful tool for creating change? Why, yes. Yes, it can. And that's what we're covering today. Five ways to use social media for activist purposes. As part of a week of episodes on activism designed to help those of you whose hearts are hurting in the wake of so many mass shootings and who want to do something to reduce gun violence. Of course, there are many, many issues that you may want to work toward changing, and the information we're covering this week can help with all of them. Whatever you care about, I hope these episodes will inspire you to use your power for good. I was really inspired to think of social media as an activism tool by Shannon Watts, the founder of Moms Demand Action, the Mothers Against Drunk Driving equivalent for gun violence. I know I've talked about Moms Demand Action a lot this week, and that's because I helped Shannon write her book, Fight Like a Mother. And I want you to know that while I'm totally proud of that book, I'm not telling you I'm talking about it so much so that you are impressed. (laughs) I'm telling you because it's a group and a topic that I've researched really heavily, and I want to share some of what I've learned with you here. I also recommend Fight Like a Mother, Shannon's book, really highly. It's equal parts memoir, manifesto, and manual, and it is designed to impart all the lessons Shannon has learned as the founder of a huge organization working for common sense gun laws. I find myself referring back to it frequently. Shannon, who has 550,000 Twitter followers as I record this episode, calls social media a woman's bullhorn because on social media, there are no gatekeepers meaning there's no reporter deciding whose quote they'll include in a story, no producers deciding whom they'll interview on air. Anyone can post on social media, and while that means it can be chaotic, it also means that it's a bullhorn for anyone who chooses to use it that way. Specifically, here are five ways you can use social media to further the causes you care about. The first is to communicate with your lawmakers. Political figures pay attention to Twitter. So follow your legislators, and when they make a statement or cast a vote that you agree with, thank them. For example, when your governor tweets that they want the state legislature to pass gun control laws that they can sign, you can thank them, and then retweet it and tag the Speaker of your state house and the Senate president and ask them to bring the bills to the floor for a vote. And when your lawmakers are dragging their heels on something, you can tell them how you want them to vote and why. Abraham Lincoln said that nothing in politics happens without the will of the people, and social media can help demonstrate that will. The second way social media can help affect change is that it lets you connect with leading voices. It's important to be informed on the issues you care about, and social media can make this easier to do because you can follow the folks who are at the forefront. You can learn from them. You can see who follows and engages with them and learn about new people whose information and opinions you may want to consider. You can find reporters who cover your topic and follow them. You can also 
follow heads of organizations, authors, researchers, professors, and follow all of them. I've got three more surprising ways social media can help you affect change right after this. And we're back. Something I love about social media is that it can help you be bolder than you might feel in real life. Maybe you don't want to start a conversation over the dining table with your family members about gun control. (laughs) But once you're behind a keyboard, it's a lot easier to share your thoughts. Of course, as Glennon Doyle, author of Untamed, says, there isn't a real you and an internet you. Meaning you are still a person when you're interacting online and you want to keep what you say within the realm of kindness and definitely don't personally attack anyone. You know that, right? Okay. But social media can really help you find your voice. I know it did for me. The fourth way social media can help is it helps you plant seeds in the minds of other people. If you go and do something like show up at a rally or go canvassing for a candidate you believe in, or a phone bank, or even just go to the grocery store wearing a t-shirt that supports your cause, you can take a photo and post it on social media, and it'll help inspire other people in your circle to do it too. You help make the unknown or the unfamiliar familiar. Of course, sharing your views on social media will also help the people you're connected to entertain the ideas you're sharing without the pressure of an in-person conversation. You can sway hearts and minds. You'll also hear from people that maybe you didn't expect who agree with you and that they tell you that they love how you're speaking out and they're rooting you on. Of course, you may hear from people who disagree, perhaps meanly. All I can say is, thank goodness for the unfollow and the block buttons. Use them with impunity. And finally, social media is great for breaking the ice. So if there's a movement you have a fledgling idea that you'd like to get more involved in, you can follow the organization and the people who are members of it online and get to see some of the faces of the leaders and the followers and even start interacting in the comments. It'll all make it easier for you to attend your first in-person or Zoom meeting. It won't feel like as much of a leap into the unknown if you recognize some faces. So these are all ways that I use social media to help with activism. In fact, I spent most of the week after the Robb Elementary School shooting on Twitter. A lot of the times, I admit, while stress eating, almond flour crackers mostly, which are my go-to snack of the moment. I told friends about my tweeting and they would say, how can that be good for you? And I understand their point, but Twitter makes me feel like I'm informed, but more importantly, that I'm engaged. I'm not just passively watching the news or reading the news. I'm actively seeking out who I want to hear the news from. And I'm talking to my lawmakers and I'm connecting with other people who see it the way that I do. And I'm promoting groups and organizations who are doing work to make a change. I can learn, I can interact, I can influence, although I only have about 1300 followers. So it's not like I'm moving markets over here. (laughs) And it can do the same for you. Your tiny assignment is to find a few people to follow. Could be your elected officials or the official accounts of some organizations that are active in the issue you care about. Could be experts, could be reporters. Heck, it could be me. Come follow me on Twitter. I'm Kate W. Hanley, and don't forget the W. 
Of course, you do want to keep in mind that it's easy to get sucked into a wormhole of extremist ideas. Misinformation is real, and even though social media gives access to credible and reputable sources, it also gives a megaphone to anyone and everyone, including people who seek to create division and radicalize people. Take everything you take in with the knowledge that it may be downright false or biased or just one piece of a much larger whole. Trust your intuition. If something doesn't smell right, check a few other sources, talk to your friends about it. In other words, keep an open mind, but also have a filter in place. And finally, I want to end this series of episodes on activism to thank you for caring enough about wanting to create positive change that you listened to all of them, or hopefully all of them, at least this episode. And thank you for jumping in and taking action if you did that. I hope you will do that. The world needs you. How to Be a Better Person's theme song, Left for Deadish, is by Junior85. The episodes are mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past five episodes and a well-chosen meme to your inbox every weekend. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com or you can tweet me at Kate W. Hanley. Don't forget the W. Or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 